Welcome back to the Horror Highway Podcast. Uh, I'll be your host today, Omar. And with me, as always, is... Aris. Aris. Um, so, uh, let's get the intro stuff, as always, out of the way, which is uh, YouTube channel, uh, Horror Highway. Uh, new horror videos Tuesday and Thursday. Horror story readings, like Reddit. Uh, Reddit 4chan. Like Reddit 4chan. 2chan. I think you did a 2chan one. <laughs> I did do a 2chan one a very, very long time ago. Um, yeah. Uh, and then... I mean, if you guys also want to submit a story to us or like anything you'd want us to talk about on the podcast, I'd love could, I would love to do like a subscriber story special. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool for like, I guess, 500. I don't know. I don't know. Whenever we get started, if we have enough, if, yeah. we have, if we have someone send it to us uh, um, at a at horrorhighwaypod at gmo.com. Yeah. If you want to send us any like topic to investigate or a story to read. Uh, TikTok horror highway horror underscore, underscore highway uh, is there. We'll do something. We'll keep saying that. We'll do something. Horror highway P, which is a Twitter, uh, we'll do something. <laughs> that too. Um, that's everything, right? Uh, thanks. Thank you to the new subscribers yeah. and new listeners, uh, as always. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoy any horror-related content, or like serial killer uh, cryptids, just uh random strange happenings or tragedies you could check out our other podcasts episodes uh and uh yeah that's pretty much it uh if leave us uh, i guess a rating or something uh, yeah it doesn't really matter just uh check out our podcast uh, anything that, that, do that help out the podcast uh, would be great any constructive special, criticism yeah. yeah special episode uh, in two weeks oh right or three weeks maybe i don't know two yeah. or three weeks we'll i see. don't know how the timeline's we'll working. see we'll see Anyways, that's for the future us to worry about. Um, right now, we got another thing going on. Okay, Eris, I know you did a Bigfoot episode. A big feet. Last week. Big smelly yeah. feet. Big, big smelly, smelly, stinky feet last week. I, I know you don't like doing too many Bigfoot episodes. No, it doesn't matter at but, this point. I mean, it is the cryptid of America. I will say that. Like, it's the most defined cryptid of America, I would say. It's bigger than Mothman. It is the biggest one, and you know people I think see the biggest it one in the world all the time. Regardless, no. Um, no, I, 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 I feel like dwarves still have a massive hold, like small, small, uh, small, like small chokehold on the world. Uh, yeah, well, no, not they have a big chokehold, but like just not in America. I forget what they're called. There's like another word, mm -hmm. like cryptid for them, but like it's the small people, because like in Australia, New Zealand, Mexico. Yeah, like just general, like small little fellas. I feel like everywhere uh, around Mexico the world. Mexico or like in Southern America, from what I researched for my duende horror stories, if you'd like to check that out on YouTube, uh, they're either duendes or chanecas, is what they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. That so, is. I mean, in South America. And then you got the little Or any Spanish speaking country? Elves and gnomes and uh, over there in, in like some parts of Europe. Uh, I actually am not too sure about uh the asian countries and middle eastern and whatnot i'm sure there are some there and i know australia and new zealand have the pygmies that's what they're called the pygmies uh which I mean, they're called they're called ev everywhere that they're called pygmies but i know like in australia and new zealand they have pygmy stories mm -hmm. which is just small i think the ones in america are called omar you can't wait okay yeah okay yeah <clears throat> i'm not even that short I'm short, but I'm not short, short. Okay. Well, uh, 
Well, we're in America, so since we're in America, we we yeah, like we're talking about Omar's. We, we like the big tall. <laughs> no, we like we like big tall, bigger everything, bigger, especially in Texas. So, let me just except for my penis. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna keep that in. Ah, oh, fuck it. Okay, um, let's get into the this today's episode. <clears throat> I'm gonna do a little bit of a narrator voice here. Okay. I mean, go ahead. It it's was your episode. It was a late summer night. Of, it was a late summer night on July 1969 in Texas. As a resident of Texas, I can tell you that the weather is always hot and humid, usually with a strong breeze, and that's how it was on this day in 1969, when a group of parked cars and several people would witness something that would terrify them for the rest of their lives. <laughs> is that a good narrator voice? I don't know. Sounds like your voice. Nice. It's good to know. <clears throat> There were six residents resting by Lake Worth, east of Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, just relaxing by their cars when around the time of midnight was ab- when around the time of midnight was about to strike. That's when, without warning, it came out running, appearing from a heavily wooded area. It would rush the people and the cars, scaring these people. One of the witnesses of the event, uh, a man called John Reichart, would watch as the thing would slam onto the hood of his car and try to grab his wife was screaming in fear of the thing just as quickly as the beast had appeared it had once again vanished seemingly making its way back to the bushy thicket of greer island after this encounter reichardt would get in contact with the police and in order to try to in order to try to stop this monster but the only evidence he had to show of the monster's attack was an 18 inch scar that went down the side of his car as proof so it's like a, a bigfoot type of cryptid right it's like it's, monkey men so it's, it's so initially no. Uh, a uh, Duende Bigfoot? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with Duendes. I just thought it was interesting that, like, in America, we have the opposite of, like, a small little magical beast as the number one cryptid in the continent or whatever. Not continent, but, like, state, country. Um, uh, let's, let's move past that. We're moving past that. Um, All right. It's initially, uh, it was a, I'll get, I'll, like, it gets described later, but I'll just do it right now because why not? It is a goat fish man or goat lizard man goat man goat lizard man but later on when more tales and evidence appears quote-unquote evidence um the it gets adopted into the sasquatch uh mythos and it is an initial it is uh i think one of the park ranges because this is this uh i googled this place is like probably an hour away from us oh nice maybe we could we could pull up at it. actually we can't because i googled it and apparently greer island is now like kind of closed off a lot that didn't stop us for the bridge i mean you, you literally is a park available to people like apparently now it's like just kind of closed off to everyone like you can't really get that from what i read i don't know most of those articles were also from like 2011 so maybe it's changed um <clears throat> but it is by a it is kind of close to that big like a big bike park and all this like the big parks in uh fort worth by like I think it's the Botanical Gardens. I can't remember. It's a something gardens in Fort Worth, Um, which I've been there. It's a nice place. Pretty place. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, So it eventually gets adopted into the Bigfoot mythos. And um, uh, one thing I forgot that that, I I did need to change about this was that not only did it just come out of like the woods, apparently it jumped from a tree onto like the hood of his car. 
Swanton bomb on top He's of his kinda, car. Yeah, and it, this is actually kind of a common thing for most of the <laughs> stories. <laughs> or the or for like this for, for this one dude specifically. The, the uh, I'll tell you the name later because I have like a big reveal. It's not that good, but it's just the way I wrote this script, and I I want to keep to it. Okay. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Um, so uh, let me just uh, get a quick refresher. There was an 18-inch scar down the side of his car. Um, that being said, four patrol cars had been sent to the spot where the encounter had happened, but they couldn't find much. Although they did take the investigation seriously because they believed that the witnesses' fear and shock were too, like, they, like it was too real. That they wouldn't they, make this up? Yeah, they wouldn't make it up like that. It's like what happened with the Mothman encounter where the police were like, no, 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 these kids are like literally going to have PTSD from this. There's no way they could be lying about this story because this, this trauma is too... To like, real? Yeah, too real. Real. <clears throat> John Reichart would describe the beast as being composed of scales and fur, but it being night, there obviously wasn't much more he could get descriptive with because remember, it was 12. Um, I think there was like six other people there, like two other cars, two couples, and like one dude that wasn't in the couple. It was like a, co- a group of friends, I think. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. <clears throat> It, yeah, sure, 1969, right? I was there. Uh, I was actually the Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This wasn't the first report of activity of high strangeness by Lake Worth of, of Greer Island. The police confessed that people had reported beforehand that they had got calls of a similar beast before the report, but didn't take the call seriously. It didn't help that before 1969, there was a hoax perpetrated by a columnist, uh, columnist claiming that there was a monster at the lake but only seven months before the encounter, he came clean, clean and said it was a prank. And the way he did it was, he's a colonist, um, which, you know, is just a guy who writes in the newspaper, makes like the little stories on the columns. Uh, essentially a journalist, but I, I really, I guess I didn't Google the difference between them, but I guess he, he just does little side stories instead of the main stories. Maybe, he uh, sure. he wrote little garbage shorts. What he shorts. did was like he wrote like, "Oh, these people are doing pranks." But do you guys remember that actual monster that existed on the lake? And then like, oh, yeah. and then obviously it was fake. He I was remember. talking about a 1947 encounter supposedly. Again, he comes out and says it's fake. And obviously, if people are still calling the police, and then the dude came out and said it was fake, they really have no choice. Not they like. There's no real reason to believe those people, you know. Um. This wasn't the only encounter that would uh this wasn't the only encounter with what would later be named the Lake Worth monster. So that's what he's called. And or Lake, is this the reveal? Yeah, this is the reveal. It's kinda lame, but Lamau. Okay. Uh Lake Worth <laughs> Goatman or Monster, it's up to you. Um <clears throat> Essentially the Bigfoot of Fort Worth is I think what most people call it now. Not really, but like it's just got some but, you know, it's got multiple names. Uh, but Googling it, Lake Worth Monster, will get you the Some most more. results. Uh, be- uh, because the next night, there was an even more frightful encounter with it. It started when a couple people heard a cry that was described as a pitiful cry. Pitiful cry? Ah. I don't, that doesn't sound pitiful at all. Pitiful is more like, like, a pitiful cry isn't just, isn't that just a cry? Because when people cry, you kind of feel pity for them. Like, you feel bad and pity for them? No. no. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not sure. I don't know. I'm not a sociopath. I don't pity people. With I am. <clears throat> okay. Got him. Uh, the next thing the witnesses would see is a creature take a tire from a sand pit and throw it 
400 to 500 feet into the air. The tire seemed to be a tire from a pickup truck. One of the witnesses that was asked... I mean... That's beyond working out, bro. Four hundred to five hundred feet into the air. That's 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 crazy. That's crazy far. I don't even know how you would measure that. Like after like a hundred feet into the air, wouldn't you be like, I don't know. I'm just gonna like sure that's that's like a mile now or uh, something. Wait, so is this a journalist talking or is this? This the, is uh... so this is from a a TV news interview of several witnesses. Who, uh, for an encounter that happened the following day after the night encounter with uh, John Reichardt. Pretty sure that was his name. So they saw it again after that? Yeah, yeah. There's multiple encounters with this beast. And then this one, again, like I was saying earlier, it started with them hearing the pitiful cry. They looked up to where, where it was, and it was, in, I believe, on top of a hill. And in that hill was a pit, a sand pit. And in that sand pit was a tire, a tire for a pickup. And now in the initial interview, there seems to be some confusion because the dude's like, so the beast took your pickup tires truck. He's like, no, 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 I don't even have a pickup. And they go on a rant for like a couple of seconds. He's like, no, 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 I drive this type of car. Um, but yeah. And the, the, there was multiple people. I think there was like 11 people that saw it. But only two people were interviewed for the TV interview. One of the witnesses was asked questions for a TV interview and claimed that the tire was most likely thrown at the onlookers. So it would seem that the monster was trying to hurt or scare off the people that saw it. The same man who gave the account would go give a far more accurate description of the Lake Worth monster. It was a creature that seemed to appear, appear as a half man, half goat, standing at least seven feet tall and seeming to weigh 350 pounds. I don't know how you can tell, really. Since I'm sure like by the build, maybe. It's a person, but it's not a person. So you can't really compare it to a human because like, you know, different muscle masses, different body structures. So, like, you know, um, I, yeah, I guess um, one thing for sure is that the beast is very strong and fast because it threw it, it threw that truck tire like for again, 400 to 500 feet in the air, which is like a big feat of strength. And well, to say the least, like we always say in on this podcast, when it comes to Bigfoots, the it man comes. is fumbling the bag by not being in the NBA. It also comes. Do we say that a lot on this podcast? Which one? It comes? No. Yeah, I don't think we've ever said that. As you always say in the podcast, it comes or something. Oh, did I say that? You said something like that, but you kept it going. Yeah, I kept it going. Um, Another witness of the Beastman was talking about how fast the the monster seemed to move. Running running high up in the cliffs and not running on the trails, but rather through the trees and nature-filled terrain but still doing it at seemingly impressive speeds. And so essentially, like, you know when we go biking and you get off the trail, you like to lose all your speed and everything? Yeah. The dude oh, was saying he was just like kind of running in circles up on the hill, like in the rough terrain and just like going fast as fuck. He's going fast as fuck, He's going boy. fast as fuck, boy. Um, again, like I already made the joke. He, he fumbled, bro. Imagine like that's that's more than across the court, four hundred to five hundred feet in the air, and that's a tire. That's not a basketball. Even then, I mean, he could have joined fucking football too, no? Uh, yeah, for or a hand egg, hand egg, call it. football, uh, American football. He means, uh, probably soccer too. I feel like the taller you are in soccer, the more likely you are to like bump into someone. And since it's no, nah, because soccer is more of a stamina type of beat game. And if you're that but like, big, if you could kick, mass, let's say, let's think. say you just. Let's say his legs, because usually your legs are stronger than your arms, no? 
if you walk around a uh, lot. Yeah. So like, what if if he could throw a tire 400, 500 feet in the air, he could he could make an across the field goal. Uh, and no I one's guess. gonna stop him. No, who's gonna stop him? Me. You. What's your game plan? Die. <laughs> but I won't let him score. <laughs> it's like you're the goalie and you like try to stop the ball. It's like in a fucking like I don't know if you ever seen what's it called like Shaolin soccer. No. Oh, the, the movie though, where they do fucking the like the I seen the memes. Yeah, yeah, when he like tries to stop the ball and it's like fucking, it's like a Kamehameha type shit. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. Um, I won't let it slide, bro. I, I will stop it. Even if it costs me my life. Shonen protagonist. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I still think like 350 pounds is like, wouldn't it be a bit light too? For seven feet is pretty big. Like there's not well, a I mean, The dude can't really like, hey, bro, I know you just fucked up my car. Can you, uh, can you come stand on the scale? Well, no, it's not that dude. It's someone else. And even then, like, I don't think I'm pretty sure this dude weighs like probably you said it was like seven feet tall. He was seven feet tall. I'm saying 350 seems like really light for someone who could throw a tire that far into the air and move that. Yeah, for a tire that, yeah. But, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe if it was like, or you know what, maybe it is 300 because I'm gonna say like 500. Because, like, remember in my first episode, I went over how monkeys have overdeveloped arms but underdeveloped hands. So their muscle, ma- their like muscle mass in their arms is like really impressive, but they don't have like they don't have like good finite control of it in their arms. I guess, but like even then. So I, I guess maybe a three hundred and fifty pounds might tire. be enough. Maybe if their arms are like gorilla sized. You get what I'm saying? I guess because gorillas have huge arms. I don't know why we're talking about monkeys, primates, whatever. <clears throat> but like even then, I don't. Know. You just you just confused. Alright. No, even then, I don't think he would weigh that little. You think so? I like, don't especially, know. especially if he could throw a fucking tire of that. Like True. throw it. Like so. Like who's not just picking it up? The dude's throwing it. My big thing about that is that it's a. They clearly say it's a pickup truck. It's not, they, don't, they don't say pickup truck. They just say pickup. But I assume that means a pickup truck. And pickup trucks, nineteen uh, sixties. They're those tires are still pretty big. Like bigger than regular car tires. Obviously, I, I would thicker. Yeah, I would assume they're heavier. They're heavier. They have as much. And the, I, the what happens is when they say it's in the sand pit, it makes it sound like it's one of those old tires that kids used to have in like those uh those uh playgrounds, you know, like the big ass ones that like they let kids yeah, play like with. Where they put everything at. Yeah, and like those are pretty big. Oh, I mean, if I remember correct, they're pretty big, like pretty big and pretty heavy. Like the whole point of them being there is like if the adults want to go over there, can't they like do the exercises where they like struggle to fucking lift that thing up? Yeah, yeah, and those I we did that one time at a gym. That was the tire. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking hell. Jesus, all right. I hated for it for me at least. I hated that. Uh, <clears throat> then again, I'm the person that could stop the socks <laughs> with your life. Um, anyways, let's get back to the uh, the enough fawning over the Bigfoot man or the goat man or the lizard man reptile um one thing i do want to know is that the interviewer did ask the guy hey can you did it some people have said it looks like a fish goat thing he's like i couldn't see that well i couldn't see it that he's well. half man half bear half pig <laughs> man bear pig man bear pig bro he's real he's he lives real. he lives in in fort worth <laughs> fort worth um sorry al gore saw him bro okay i mean Maybe, I mean, maybe. Man, bear pig is real because it was just like 
or a placement for uh for climate change yeah it was just a it was just a, a metaphor for climate change um what's i gonna say maybe maybe uh maybe foreshadowing for something later hmm? or uh, the actual hmm? member pick that hmm? crypto that we're gonna do hmm? or or within this story something about like, topo we will create we'll create like member that. pick uh okay <clears throat> Another encounter with the Lakeview monster is that of Jim Steffens, a man who was driving around at night. Now, in one of the articles I read, I read like seven different articles. Um, they said one was one claimed that. OK, so I don't know if it, they meant him or the next guy I'm going to talk about, but um, he might have or might have not been out driving looking for the monster. I'm not sure. Uh, I just want to get that oh, out like, there. You're just searching for it. Yeah, because after after the four cops came, the the initial story, Bigfoot fever took hold in Fort Worth. Now, I kind of skipped over that because I go into it later into with the next guy, but yeah, you know, people hunters are coming and all that, and it's 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 not funny, but like I just read some things that like were like, <laughs> okay, Texas, yeah, that's Texas. Okay, so um, <clears throat> so he was driving around at night, and then the beast from a tree. <laughs> Jumps onto the hood of his Mustang, but this time, it doesn't let go of the car. So it forces Jim to crash into a tree, and then, like, finally the beast, the Lake Worth monster, uh, hops off, and then into the night he goes, never to be seen again. Now, what a king. a funny thing to note, what I find is funny, is that in the comments of the articles, I read one comment talking about how, how this person's grandfather took him to go to go hunt for the monster when the whole fiasco thing happened um now he remembers multiple things one being afraid of the monster because it seemed so real to him as a kid and the other was that when he got to the park everyone was drinking beer so if he was so if the guy with the mustang was or wasn't looking for the monster he was just at the party or something who knows he might have enjoyed himself a bit too much that night might have indulged in some some juices i don't know what you want to call them um i'm not going to claim that he was drunk because the story the article never says he was was drunk (laughs) i just want to have that little side note out there um that people when the bigfoot fiasco happened like texas does you get down you pull out the bud and the budweiser not that not the weed you get sent to jail if you fucking smoke weird weed here uh, they pulled out the Budweiser's, the Bud Lights. You get the, sent to jail here if you're fucking anything but white. Um, uh, ooh, biting, uh, biting political commentary. Um, I don't know. What did people drink back then? Uh, definitely not Coronas. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> and it was beers, American beers. Um, I don't know any American beers. I don't like Budweiser, beer, so. Bud Light. Uh, I'm a man. I drink wine. Okay. <laughs> that was a joke in case you I, didn't yeah i got th- i got that it was a joke it was like why even like gender wine dude it's just alcohol there's no it's not women it's not a womanly drink bro yeah i know it but all tastes nasty consider it a woman i know drink. people do consider it like they uh, they consider it like a a haughty hoity-toity drink not a i wouldn't say womanly drink um okay uh so yeah the article states that he was drunk. There weren't. There wasn't. I assume if he got into an accident, the insurance would have like you know drug tested him, and the police would have been like, "Hey, are you drunk?" But it's also 1969, Texas, so maybe not. Again, I'm not yeah, claiming anything, right. but yeah, 
Apparently there was some partying going down there when the Bigfoot fever hit. So, um, <clears throat> there was another instance where five people claimed to have seen it climbing a tree, and this one's kind of funny because the only evidence they have of um, the the monster besides their uh, um, the only evidence they had for the 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 sighting of the monster besides their own like uh, commentary, not their commentary. You know what I'm saying, whatever. The story um, was a broken tree branch. Broken tree branch. <laughs> that yeah, apparently had a right photo. Here. It had a photo taken of the broken tree branch, but I couldn't find it. And, oh, or maybe I did it. find it, but I wouldn't fucking know because it's just a photo of a broken tree just branch. Just a branch, bro. Um, That's weird. That's a fucking why take a photo of a branch. I, I It was a person who came down the right tells that people were having of an encounter with the monster. It's a story. I believe it's on Amazon. It's not a story. It's a book. And there's a book about trying to hunt it down and stuff. Uh, there might be two or three books. I don't remember. But this article mentioned this one specific book. And one what, of the was stories it from like it. from the guy that first experienced it? Or was it just some No, random? it was it was uh, it was someone else. I can't remember. They go into that into their like kind of story. But it was it was just someone who came to town to write about it because they were interested in the story. Yeah, I mean, even then, I mean. Chase your bag, right? Chase your bag, yeah. Uh, if you know, if you want to make up a cryptid, uh, and write a bunch of make off, make a bunch of money, I say go for it because that's the American spirit. Fake it till you make it. So, there you go. Uh, okay, one of the most important encounters with the Lake Worth monster happened to a man named Alan Plaster on the extreme morning of one fifteen a.m. on October nineteen sixty nine. Okay, that's morning to us, kind of. Well, every, isn't everything after twelve a.m. morning? Because it's mid. Oh, it's midnight. So it's the middle of the night, twelve p.m. So when does whatever? Who cares? I don't. I'm not gonna hear and argue about when morning ends, when dawn begins, and dust, whatever, whatever. In in the extreme night, just slightly past midnight of one fifteen a.m. on October nineteen sixty nine, close to Greer Island, um. By a field, Alan was on a drive when his lights passed over some tall grass, and that's when it happened. As soon as the lights passed over a certain spot, Alan saw the Lakeview monster stand up, and with a camera, he snapped a photo and then watched it disappear in the night. Uh, I guess it kind of does look like a goat from this picture. Not, It's actually not that bad quality. Now, in this one, it is because obviously, as you can tell, this isn't the original like size of the image. So it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of weirdly stretched. If you go to Google, type in Lake Worth Monster. This is the second image that pops up. The first one is of a ranger or I don't know, a forest ranger, whatever you want to call them, park ranger with a fake like Muppet puppet version of the the monster. Um, yeah, let me I guess I'll Google it. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants oh, yeah, to you see keep it. talking, yeah, yeah keep I'm about going. to keep talking. Um, now, <clears throat> I mean, this isn't a bad photo by any means. It's actually pretty decent actually, evidence. Actually, is because it could just be smoke from a fire. Well, <laughs> I can see it could be the fire itself. Also, <laughs> I mean, uh, you kind of got the idea of horns coming in the but back. But yeah, it does look like like I guess they just. You have taken pictures, so he got one that looked like it, right? No, he only took one photo because as soon as That's, one I mean, photo was uh, taken, is there multiple witnesses of this? Uh, I the article doesn't say. I don't know if he was the one driving or if he was passenger being driven. Uh, okay, I see the fucking. 
person with the fucking the Muppet. Yeah, yeah. the puppet. I mean, mm, yeah, I'm looking through all these things. The photo, the photo is not of great quality. It was 1969, and it's that's all right. Like, it's yeah, not, it's not a bad photo. Like I was literally just gonna say, <laughs> piece of shit, cut me off. Oh, don't cut me off. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it is actually a pretty. It's like not bad, and I think what really it's helps. Absolutely garbage. What personally, I think what really helps is the fact that you have car headlights being the main source of light, lighting up the uh, the quote unquote monster, um, Lakeview monster, whatever. Like, why I, I keep saying Lakeview, Lake Worth monster? Um, so it's pretty good, but also kind of blurry and grainy because it is an old camera. Um, now, one giant kind of issue with this whole encounter and everything about the Lake Worth monster is that it might've just been a prank by some kids who were bored during the Texas summer. At least that's what the person who took the photo believes. Alan believes that it was a prank because looking back on the memory, it's very clear to him that whatever was waiting in the grass was waiting for someone to come. Are they just waiting? Yeah. Like he's like, he's suspicious. He's looking back on the memory. He's like, this is weird. A monster would stay hidden or just bolt. Um, it was hiding till it heard slash saw the car coming, and then when the cars when the like it when the lights panned over the meat the beast or whatever where its hiding spot, that's yeah. when it stood up, and then it let people see it. It stood there for a second. It let it it let itself stand there, to for enough time for this man to take the photo, and then with with enough time passed, that's when it finally runs off. And all of those actions made Alan question whether the encounter was real. And with time, he came to the conclusion that he only had taken a picture of a man in a suit. Oh. At least his own conclusion. And they've asked him over and over again, hey, do you still believe this? And I think one of his things was like, yeah, I do believe this was just a man in a suit. Um, And that was like his final statement on that. Another important thing to note is that... So he doesn't... What's up? So he admits it's not fire. Yeah, he kinda... to him, he thinks it's a man in a monkey suit. I mean, if it's fire, you would clearly see it's fire. Yeah. Like, if you're there in person, so not if you're, like, the way, a picture. So with this image I posted on Discord, it's kind of bad, but when you go to the original images, you could tell it's fur. Like, you, could, it's either fur or really fine grass. Like, it's very... But it looks like artificial fur, if you give me. It's either, like really thin barley looking or or like the the fur is like on those fake monkey suits you know how the fur looks very clearly fake like artificial yeah that's the texture i get when i look at the original image and uh obviously this man came to the conclusion him personally some people still believe that it is actually a bigfoot because the photo is pretty big evidence you know even looking at that that's actually if it is a monster a cryptid of any sort that's really solid evidence we have right there that photo? Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion. If you say so. And yeah, if I well, I say so. So fuck you, piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, another important thing to know is that this all happened during summer. It wasn't until school started that all of a sudden the monster just up and vanished. So it adds <laughs> to idea that it's just some high yeah. schoolers pulling a prank on the town. And there are reports from the newspapers of the town and different newspapers in Texas in general getting, letter, getting letters um. Like in 2010, 2010, it was like 2005 to like 2015 type stuff. People were sending letters, multiple people though, not just like, me. yeah, confessing to the prank saying, 
uh it was just some kids we were having fun the issue is with that is like there's too many letters being sent there's too many people claiming that it was them for the hoax and everything yeah you probably think it's just um these guys people trying to trying get, to get some attention maybe there is some truth there no way of knowing maybe one of them like yeah maybe one of them maybe one or two um uh who knows and i mean the one thing i do want to add though again like i said this photo was taken in october that's way past summer that's fall or is that winter october yeah that's fall fall, yeah that's fall um so again that statement is kind of incorrect because this was taken in fall uh october i think october 16th was the day um i didn't write down the day but i'm pretty sure it was october 16th uh i don't know if that was a school day on that day or something a school like a weekend night or something but who knows when they took the photo mm-hmm. location november 19th 1969 photo by alan plaster oh it was 19th not 16th from what i'm getting it's a facebook group so oh no but i mean i, f- I forget the day it was taken but it could have still been some kids pranking late out at night. It was one fifteen a.m., uh, so parents must have been really negligent of the kid, or they just snuck out. Whatever. Um, let's move on. Uh, just I, wish, I mean, I feel like they have we discussed this photo enough? The whole story I mean, in general. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you have you, something you, to add. I mean, nah. Besides the fact that I think it's not real. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you came down to a solid conclusion on the photo personally. I think it it's a monkey suit. I don't think it's fire or anything. It looks. Per- oh, what do you think? Personally, if it was up to me, I wouldn't let it slide. <laughs> I would have fought the monster right there. But you know, that's just me. I mean, he ran off. That's the type of man I am. I mean, you know? to be fair, I kind of get you because I would. I think I would chase the monster too. But I yeah, mean, you I, have I the no, car. Like, just, I ain't no bitch or anything. You know, I'm, that's just me. You know, put that bitch into first. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let the monkey like like pull up on me like that, bro. I would beat his ass. To be but fair, guess, they no, pulled up on men him. Men back then were just pussies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That they pulled up on, on the monkey man, on the goat, lizard man. But yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, uh, that being said, in that summer, when the reports were first being published, that was when Sas- Sasquatch Frenzy was... Uh, that being said, in the summer when the reports were first published, that was when Sasquatch Frenzy was at its peak in Greer Island. That summer, there were many reports of hunters and tourists coming down, hoping to see the supposed monster. Here's a quote from an article about uh, about the people who came down to hunt the monster. This is Rick Pratt, director of the Greer Island Nature Center at the time. Um, remember, Remembers folks coming out with wine, whiskey, and beer to have a good time to hunt for the monster. Here was Sasquatch, and this is the actual quote. Here was a Sasquatch, our very own, Pratt said. It was a party. What the hell? Let's go. Now, that's pretty wild in my opinion that the guy from the nature center was like, you got alcohol? Come right in. Let's fucking, let's, let's go. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Um, okay. Or the maybe, or, or okay, and, or maybe the answer to the lake uh, Lake Worth monster isn't some bored pranksters, but just a much more unfortunate case of an exotic animal getting free. You see, there was someone near Lake Worth that owned an animal kennel, and well, one thing, one of the animals in the kennel was a macaque. 
uh, and the macaque got free <laughs> around macaque. the time of macaque. Now, here's the biggest thing about that. The biggest recorded macaque, which was a, I think, a, I don't remember what type of, what subspecies it was, but it was an, uh, obviously these are native to Asia, not America. The biggest recorded macaque, which I Googled, was only 66 pounds, a far cry from the supposed 350 pound monster witness. And I can, I can assure you that that macaque was not seven feet tall, but maybe with all the fear mongering around and the fact that it was at night most of the time just played with what people saw and it but it's really hard to believe because i can't imagine a macaque throwing a tire 400 to 500 feet into the air but maybe okay so what's, what's a macaque because i'm thinking i'm thinking a little macaw, monkey like the bird little monkey man tiny monkey think think back to back back pandemic I, what's his name again okay m-a-c-a-q-u-e I think that's how it's okay, spelled. Yeah. M A C A Q. Okay. I uh, think there's nah, only one. A. That dude's not even that tall. Yeah, I know these dudes. These dudes are tiny. They're little friend monkeys. You get me? Yeah, they're fucking friend feet tall, not seven feet tall. <laughs> that being said, like I was just getting into, maybe the first encounter was a macaque, and the rest were just high school pranksters, like jumping on and prank, and you know pranking, pranking all night, summer long, pranking the adults. Okay, and lastly. There's some people who do believe that the Lake Worth monster is an extraterrestrial <laughs> visitor. And that's mainly just because in this time in America, there was a lot of reports of UFOs, uh, UFO and UFO uh, phenomena in general. And some people believe that UFO phenomena and Sasquatches are tied together. Like I said in, my fir- in the first ever Horror Highway episode, some people believe that Sasquatches might be extra-dimensional or interdimensional travelers. And they're just visiting our world for whatever reason. Maybe because it's a like a gateway world. I think one quote was like like they teleport here, they teleport somewhere else, because it's like it's like wormhole logic. I don't really I guess. I, I get what you're trying to say. Anyways, um so basically during the Cold War, I that was just one of the this is one of the things I read <laughs> in It's a Russian agent. <laughs> Sasquatch is a Russian. He works for the KGB the entire time. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a cool plot twist, honestly, in real life. If that was, <laughs> it wouldn't make sense, but it'd be fucking funny. Um, uh, during the Cold War, nineteen sixty nine. Right now, the article said that this was like peak high strangeness when it comes to UFO activity. This time, there was like so many guarded secret flight machines by not only Russia and the U.S. and they were. They were showing themselves to the public in order to create a story and a buzz so the other country would be like, look at that plane. We don't have that. Is that them or is that actually a UFO? It was a fear tactic. They still do it now. Um, like the pill. Well, when, when, if you, okay, let me, little sidetrack here. Um, if you remember the pill video, the famous UFO video or UAP video yeah, yeah. now is it called. Some people believe it was released by the U.S. Air Force or whoever released it, I forget who, it, to to show, to threaten Russia with like, this is ours. We have this. Yeah, this. This is, yeah. The whole point was to like spook them, maybe. I made this. It's a psyop. In the end, it's all a psyop. Everything's a psyop. The country's a psyop. Um, the church's chicken is a psyop. Kane's chicken's a psyop. Let me, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Chicken's a uh, little kid meat. 
Either way, every couple years near Lake Worth at the Fort Worth Nature Center, uh, <clears throat> a celebration of the cryptid is held for people to come and celebrate. I That's pretty cool. Maybe we could pull up one time. I think it said every four years. Unfortunately, <laughs> all the websites haven't been updated since 2011 or oh. 2015. I'm sure if we like go up there. I'm sure if we around. go up there and see, and it's only like 40 minutes to an hour away. I would love. It happens during October too, so it's peak spooky. Um, yeah, peak spooky season. Um, that'd be sick. I would. I would uh, we could definitely go one day because it's like not even that big. Unfortunately, like I said, Greer Island. Uh, most of where this stuff happened on Greer Island has been cut off from the public for whatever reason, and. Some people just they they go to the nature center. That's where the celebration is held instead. So it's you know a public open space. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, I don't it's, think we have to go to the. You don't have to go island. to. I mean, we don't. Unless it's we, like, it's not a real. One thing I read was like it's not a. It's a quote unquote island. Quote unquote. Island. I don't so know like, what peninsula or some shit. I don't know what that means. I think they said it was it's like, like when it's three sides of water. Yeah. I, no. 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 I know what a pen, I know what a penis ruler is. Uh, Got him because like a little penis. I use that penis, all the time. Penis, try to make myself look pen, Peninsula, penis. Oh yeah, I get the joke. I get, yeah, yeah. I get, I get. I gotta joke. explain it. Um, uh, I think they said it's just surrounded by mud. I could be <laughs> wrong about that. I guess it's like it's muddy, and then like maybe when high tide comes, it fills up, and it maybe. becomes an island. Not too sure. Um, it it's by a park. There's a lot of parks in Fort Worth. Uh, a lot of big parks. Anyways, yeah, it'd be cool to go. We'll probably go because, like, honestly, what is there to do uh, on October, like, fall during I mean, Texas? If we, if we go there during, during fall, we could, I could make some little uh, horror highway cards. Got them. Yeah, if you want. Uh, pass it around. It'd be People cool. Are there. They're going to go for spooks, you know? Again, I really don't know when the next one is happening. Every four years, and I think if the last one was in 2011, then it's every odd year. 16, though we missed it, so 24. 2024. Oh, it happened in 2011 or? I that's um. Let me take a quick Google. I I don't know. I really don't know when the next one is happening. I don't really see like a date or anything. That's fine. We'll figure it if we ever do fuck around with it. We could figure it out. Uh, it's, cause like the the there's a Facebook page which was what I was looking at and I didn't see a specific date, but uh, this one. Uh, the first thing that pops up when you Google it is October 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. But this was for the 50th anniversary of it, which already passed uh, a while ago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, this this website's from 2022. Who knows? Maybe I was just wrong about everything. Um, yeah, maybe you were. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe they do have it every year. Who knows? be cool we could go uh yeah. but yeah every year i I don't know if not go every year but i'm saying i think they might have it every year say. nature fort worth nature center Re- refuge but yeah that is the tale of the lake worth monster uh we kind of we kind of gave i kind of gave away my whole position on it i think yeah. the i think a couple of the encounters might have actually been the macaque I think the ones where he jumped on the car. Okay, like okay, so from the trees, because Macaque. What is this? No, no, no. Okay, so overall, I think this monster is fake. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck threw the tire? <laughs> like, who the fuck did that? Okay, here's my theory. The seven fucked jacked 
chattest person in Fort Worth got in a fucking monkey But even monkey then, suit. bro, you can't chuck a fucking tire like that. So he was on top of a hill. So I don't know if they like had an accurate. To yeah, like still though, like it's a. I don't know. That one's that one's truly weird. Like unless all those people are lying. Because there was supposedly more than one person who came out and said it. it was just one person though who was interviewed for the uh, for the news channel, which um, okay. let me see if I could get that. Uh, uh, let me see if I could get that uh, video for you and send it to you. Of the tire being thrown? I, no, it's I'm not the tire being thrown. It's a okay. it's a nineteen sixty nine. There's a video of this chick being thrown, bro. Oh, no, Why no. did you start with that? <laughs> It's a. It is a 1969 uh, interview from one of the witnesses, two witnesses, of the monster. And then I'll just post it there. So if you want to look at that later. All right. Um, look at it later. Uh, yeah. There's no video, unfortunately, of the go man throwing the tire. Now that, like at that point, you you have no choice but to believe in it. It has to be real. Because um, if there was evidence, and I don't think. I, I don't think a human could throw that. Like, I don't think any human... You could throw the biggest fucking buffest bodybuilder in the world in front of me. I, I think he's throwing it maybe like 40 feet into the air max. Uh, okay. On the best of his days. Peak performance. Steroided out of his mind. Yeah. Um, facts, facts. I don't know. I don't know. For the most part... It's fake. It's fake unless they have definite proof that this fucker threw the tire. Yeah, like that's the big thing, though. That's Oof. a big. That's a big. Like, I. But it's also kind of suspicious. That he's like three hundred and fifty feet. I don't know if he. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe there is people that could throw fucking like truck tires. So the farthest thrown was a fifteen-inch tire. I. I don't know if this. No, I think this record's been broken. Google is not really giving me a. Hey, Google. Google. Uh, average weight of a truck tire. Uh, I feel like if we know that there'll be, we could kind of make a, a a personal personal uh thought on this, you know. Maybe a seven foot person can throw. Uh, well, your average tire. passenger car has a tire weighing about twenty pounds. The average semi truck tire can weigh up and clock into around one hundred and ten pounds. But we're not okay. looking for a semi; we're just looking for a truck. Oh, I mean, even then, well, like fucking. So we're we're looking in between the range of twenty and one hundred and ten, which is a lot. That's believable, actually. Forty. How much did you say feet, he threw it? Of uh, four hundred feet into the air, four hundred to five hundred feet into the air. Four hundred to five hundred feet into the air. You think that's seven believable? Foot, seven foot, Chad. Three hundred and fifty pounds, supposedly. Yeah, seven foot, three hundred and fifty pounds, Chad. Actually, that so would be kind of believable. So on average, a light. Light truck tires less than 17 inches in diameter weigh around 35 pounds. Semi truck tires weigh between 105 and 110. So what if there was some sort of mechanism that those kids brought a up? Catapult? There, a little catapult that they hid. So when he went into the sand pit, it looked like he himself was throwing that thing. Because I don't know how obscured their vision was. So was the guy that he saw was uh, furry in yeah. nature? Yeah. I think I mean there was definitely furries in the past, just like all. I mean, yeah, all I'm rich not white furries. people. I'm talking about like you could clearly see the fur on the creature. From what he said, it looked like an ape man. Okay. Yeah. 
to be fair, he said he didn't get a good look at it, but he also yeah. gave us all those descriptors, so it's kind of a weird. I don't know why he would say that, but um. True, true. So it looks like maybe it could be all three. Maybe it was the macaque. Giga Chad. Maybe there was a first couple encounters with the macaque. Maybe there was a super roided alien who came down one day and just decided to throw a tire 400 to 500 feet in the air. And the next ones were just some kids dressing up in a monkey suit scaring some people. It's a prank. Yeah. I mean, it seems logical in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. And that's oh. that's it for my pot podcast episode uh i don't know if you want to i'm gonna say fake unless the tire being thrown is real yeah yeah i'm on i'm on with you with that i, I think the first encounter might have been the macaque um and i don't think the mustang car crash happened with a monkey on it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i personally don't think that actually happened um because i don't know if you stomp down on a hood and you like hold on, it's like really hard to hold on to the, like the front of the car while it's driving and everything. People in movies do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, those are movies. Um, so you're saying that they don't actually hang on to the fucking car? No, I think there's a wire holding them, and I don't think the car is actually driving most of the I'm pretty time. Pretty sure most of the time that they are driving. Who knows? I don't know too much about stunt choreography. To be fair, I don't even know how long the monkey held on. It might have been just for like two seconds before the seconds. accident happened. Yeah. Um, but I think the the macaque would just have its fucking body be like, like the force of the car would just throw it. Like I don't think if it if it landed on the hood of the car, I think the car would just like it would just slide to the windshield and just kind of like fly off again. Um, I don't know how you could grip a moving car falling onto it if you get what I'm saying. Because the macaques you... don't weigh a lot. It's like you need to have a lot of weight to actually like, you know, kind of like yeah yeah um so that's why i don't believe that one's a macaque uh the macaque I, and i do think the rest were all just men in suits the truck tie it has to be an exaggeration it has to be an exaggeration there's no way someone threw a 400 to 500 feet that being said if they threw it high enough that people were still stunned i have no well way. i mean this dude can't obviously can't fucking pull out a tape measure like hey well, i'll do it again bro yeah you know but still, I would I would assume this is an estimation of what the guy with the tire went up and said. It is an it clearly has to be an estimation. Um but still it's just I don't know. That one's weird. Uh, yeah. No alien. I don't think no alien funny business came down here. No supernatural, no high strangeness, in my personal opinion. Uh and that's that's my episode on the Lake Worth Monster. Lake Worth uh, Monster. Um. See you later, guys. Yeah. Catch on the next one. One piece. Got him. <laughs>